Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. You know that song that plays on loop in an ice cream truck? I'm over that song. The guy in front of me in yoga class sweated profusely all over the part of the mat where I put my face. Mm. Now that Halloween's over, I don't have to listen to Monster Mash anymore. But grandma got run over by a reindeer right around the corner. (laughs) How about when your 95-year-old landlord who can't hear a thing doesn't understand when you're asking for your deposit back? (laughs) (laughs) Have such a good day. Welcome to the scariest episode of Have Such a Good Day. Thank you, Heather, for speaking English. It's Halloween, at least when we're recording this episode, and so I got a little ahead of myself. Um, you know, it's funny, I am actually not a Halloween person, but Heather, you are. You are. very much not. Yeah, I spent all weekend at Halloween parties, I know. I, 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 I was with you for some of it. Yeah, you were. I love your enthusiasm for the craft. I do. Well, I think I grew up watching horror movies, and I think I, I love, like, mythical creatures, and, you know, I, I don't know, maybe, and I did love Halloween when I was a kid, and... I think dressing up as sort of an alter ego can be super fun because you become a, you know, you become someone different for a night and there's something really fun about that. I get that. At the same time, I feel like I'm like, the makeup will like make me break out. Sure. You know, that does the, happen. The, the costume won't be like yeah. as comfortable as my indoor pants if I just stayed oh, home well, you, and so on and so on because I'm a Scrooge McDuck when it comes to Halloween. You are. But I think that you could do something where you maybe you, you know, your costume is pajamas and like you're like a kid in pajamas or something. And I you could did, do something super comfortable. I did more than one year in a row. I went as a baby. <laughs> you did? Because it was a I don't one, think I knew you then. It, it was a, No, it was before, it was during college or okay, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it must have been. It was a onesie, you know, with sort yeah. of like just sort of flannel, whatever. With did you a have a big up. pacifier? Well, it was a bottle. I got to see bottle, this picture. Which was obviously beer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just a baby. No nipple? You weren't sucking off a nipple or anything? It was a bottle. Yes. No, I, did, <laughs> I didn't have someone posing as my mother who was breastfeeding. That would have been a little bit much. Did you have those uh, pajamas that drop the drawers in the back? No, you okay. just had to unzip the whole mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. No, not yeah. unlike a dress. Yes. No, this is true. But uh, but but yeah, it was like like they had like the like little footies. Uh-huh. That were no, part I get of it. it. That sounds really fun. And the reason I did it was because I'm like, oh, I still have that thing. It's pretty comfortable. And then you just go to you go home and you go to bed and you don't have to do <laughs> right. anything because you're a baby. Uh, it's kind of I'm, I'm impressed. Um, it's also horrifying. But um, <laughs> I um, so this weekend I was actually two different costumes. I was some kind of. Um, I don't know, like Egyptian goddess, like an Egyptian warrior that was sort of like a, maybe an old school looking Wonder Woman costume. Mm -hmm. It was an, it was sort of a combo costume, but it was really fun. It was, it was a friend of mine's and I wasn't planning on wearing it. So it was, it was actually kind of a nice surprise. And then on Saturday, it was really fun being, I was Pris from Blade Runner who I've done before 
super easy, super comfortable. Now, I thought you were going to be Debbie Harry. I was going to. Between the time that I left. I know. And you went to your party, things changed. This is me. This is yeah. me. I literally, like, I'll have, like, five different things that I could be. Mm-hmm. And then I'm constantly changing my mind. So I just decided that the thing is, at the end of the day, I do like to be something sort of scary. Okay. I think that that is, you know, it's just something that I enjoy. Anyway, want to tell you guys about our bonus topic um, before we get um, too off the rails here. And what's a bonus topic, Heather? The bonus topic is for $5 contributors or more, you get an extra topic at the end of the show. So you leave the show rolling Mm -hmm. and we talk about something a little deeper, a little more personal, intimate, uncomfortable, And when Heather says $5, we're talking about $5 per month. Mm -hmm. This is our Patreon model. Mm -hmm. If you're not familiar, go to patreon.com slash have such a good day. You'll find out a lot more about some of the milestones we're working towards, some of the goals that we have, and how the community-based model is working for us Mm -hmm. and how you can be part of the deal and get extra perks in the meantime. It's super cool. We're like a sweet little family. And, we are a sweet uh, little family, and in you fact, become part of it. Yeah, without without because it's it's all sort of personal. Some of the stuff that happens in our Discord, mm-hmm. and it's only for the people that are in the Discord. So I'm not going to talk about it in any detail. But I I love you guys that are in there. You know, it's like it's it's really nice to. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm a, I'm a big fan of making internet friends that I wouldn't come across in real life. You otherwise. definitely have a history of doing that. A lot of internet yeah. friends, and I I love this medium for that um because i like people but i'm just not gonna see y'all otherwise yeah no it's true this is the way that we can all become a little bit closer and it's an interesting dynamic it's like you're not seeing each other every day in fact a lot of these people live in other states and other countries oh yeah um but that's what's what makes it so cool is like maybe we would have never met otherwise so it's like bringing people together that you might not meet on the street or meet among your friends and it's kind of a fun little group of you know, a, it's 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 all very, it's a very sweet thing. And our ultimate goal um, with Have Such a Good Day, um, even though this is a fun thing that Heather and I would probably do to the end of our days, mm-hmm. just because, you know, we've got a couple of mics. Like old ladies. Oh, we need like- two mics. But, <laughs> but, but, um, but, but really our, 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 our real aim here is to create a community of, mm-hmm. of folks who, who like the show and want to see more of it and uh, you know even expand to offshoots all sorts yeah. of, all sorts of all sorts of good stuff like if the community comes we will do your yeah we'll become a media empire we will we <laughs> hope to become rich and famous no i'm just kidding um but no really like we do want this to have a bigger reach and that's what we're kind of working on behind the scenes right now is trying to figure out how we can get it out to more of a mainstream audience and any sort of you know i know you guys are telling your friends and word of mouth helps a lot we've noticed that it has helped mm-hmm. um you know uh so yeah continue doing that and and we love you so if you haven't joined as the five a five dollar contributor maybe this bonus topic will put you over the edge what is the bonus topic heather well this one this one won by kind of a landslide um i put posted a poll on monday um and this are you ready for this i am what life decision or path that you chose or didn't choose do you regret the most? Ooh. Yeah, it's it's kind of a heavy dark. One. Yeah, yeah. Because regret usually is, you know, sometimes it's something that can bring you down for the rest of your days. For sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we're gonna take the rest of the show to kind of think about what the bonus mm-hmm. topic is um, for everybody else. Uh, if you're listening, wonderful. Give us a nice review on iTunes. If you're watching, you might say, well, I have never seen that kitchen in the back before. That's because we're in my new apartment. We are. It's so exciting. This is the first inaugural episode in Sarah Lane's new pad. It is. It's really nice. It's thank you very much. It it needs a lot of work, as as you probably noticed, like it's very hospital like behind us right now because my apartment is quite white. You know, the kitchen counter's white, the walls are white, the everything, you know, stainless steel and, and my furniture is light and I need to, I need to home it up a little bit, but we're in here and the worst is over and I really like it. <laughs> I really like it. I, know, I, I can see a spring in her step. I think it's, it's, it's been a good, good thing. Thank you. 
All right, so let's talk about what's been going on over the last week besides moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that we've both finished moving, we can stop talking about moving all the time. Mm-hmm. So I found, and you obviously know about this because you already, you already lived here. And I'm not going to say the name of it, just so you know, we can sure. we can keep a little, you know, something to the imagination about where exactly <laughs> we live. But the bookstore mm-hmm. that's down a couple blocks down. Oh yeah, down, I know which one you're talking about. Dog friendly, also a coffee shop, really good book selection, really good sort of like slam poetry readings a night. I love this space. I'm oh, yeah, very it's excited. Amazing. And I realized that in my last neighborhood, as much as I enjoyed living at, at the beach and you know the ocean and blah blah blah. I didn't have a bookstore anywhere near me. Yeah, no. I mean, it's not that and I common never anymore. I thought about it. It's not that common but anymore. But having yeah. one that's like kind of hopping on a Sunday oh, yeah. night, you know, and everyone's sort of, you know, looking through books and I don't know. I, it, Honestly. It's like, I, it made me so happy. One, bookstores are kind of like like a safe haven for me. Like yeah. I will literally seek one it's out. Like a bomb just shelter. To like, yeah, like sort of like on a Sunday <laughs> and I'll, all I want to do is browse a bookstore. There's something so... You know, and the only one that was near me was like a Barnes and Noble, which is, it's okay, but there's something about an independent bookstore that just, oh, I feel at home. It, there's something that is, um, uh, it's just cozy and it makes me feel less alone in the universe. And just, there's just so many books on display that, I mean, I'm not trolling, you know, like the New York Times bestseller list. No. I just don't, like... Books come and go, and I'm not going to know about them. Yeah. I kind of have to go into a dead tree bookstore. It's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah. and I don't want to go into something that's like owned by Amazon when it comes no. to this. Well, or, or maybe I do. Who, who knows? That's mm-hmm. that's different, though. This is a whole different thing. Totally agree. It's and a it, community. It's like a community center. It really is, because it's almost, it's borderline a library, because you yeah. have like, and you get, I love those bookstores that have these staff picks, and they write like the little blurbs about the books that they're reading. Sure, and, yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, there was, they were talking about, um, on NPR the other day, about just, will libraries always exist and do they deserve to exist? And it was a really interesting conversation. And I think they definitely deserve oh, to exist. Definitely, um, and that's what most of the people were saying. But um, I agree. There's, there's, it's a, it's a refuge, if you will. So yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm into the mom and pop bookstore. I love it. Hardcore, and I look forward to. You're very hardcore. Thank you. Showing you all of the weird coffee table books I'm about to buy at this bookstore <laughs> because. I don't know. I need some new books. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a, I have a funny little thing. Um, so, man, I I just got to talk about my kitchen sink. Okay. I just I got to tell you about how what's going on. Freaking because amazing my kitchen sink is. I I was gonna say like, are you gonna complain about it because it's a very nice sink. No, I have like literally the best sink. And the reason why I want to talk about this, I know that <laughs> sounds like a boring topic, but there are so many subtleties to the way things work. You know, it's like the way something is engineered um you know like maybe you have a shower that has bad water pressure and it's kind of frustrating because it kind of drips and it's you know it doesn't really give you that full like wonderful shower experience well my last kitchen sink had the most lackluster um uh water pressure so you couldn't really clean anything you had to really get in there with a sponge to get anything off because it was there dripping. There just wasn't, the, the pressure wasn't no, there. No, and you couldn't, you, you couldn't really clean the sink because there was no, like you had to, you had to it take It wasn't a, like there was like a. No, you had to take a cup and like put water down the sides to get all the uh, stuff down the sides. Yeah. It was just a whole situation. Anyway, so this, this kitchen sink is just blowing my mind because it's like, it's a very, it it's a, so beautiful. It's a nice sink. Yeah, and it, so it has awesome pressure, but you. What but, do you call it? Is it sleet? What? I would say it's a, it's like, yeah, Probably it's like a black a, a slate. slate. So that's actually interesting. I've never Very had. Very fancy. Yeah, it is fancy. Oh, and, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to save the best for last. But so you can move the nozzle around. So, in you know, great pressure to just get all the stuff around the sink, like the edges. Mm-hmm. Um, it works so beautifully. And um, the, have you ever seen a disposal button? That's, it, it's not a light switch. You know how like, it's so funny most disposals are a light switch and you get confused and you turn on the light instead of turn on the disposal Mm -hmm. well this is a button it's like a neat little button same one it's so cool same one i love it i've never seen that before so maybe i'm living under a rock but i I think it's so cool heather for anybody's uh, um snickering um (laughs) heather and i are now joining the land of the living (laughs) She has a Samsung fridge. I have an LG fridge, but the exact same fridge. 
kind of like smartphones. Yeah, kind of. And yeah, there there are little the things. The internet of things, man. You said to me the other day, you're like, oh my God, garbage disposal. It's like this, like, just like this little, like, you know, you just kind of press it. I'm like, yeah. Hey, man, I know. it's all about the simple pleasures, I'm telling you. Simple. It does. Pleasures. It makes me happy. It makes me happy. Well, so here's, here's what doesn't make me happy. And I hmm. think this is a good way to kick off. Um, the, the overall theme of our show, like I mentioned before, we're, we're shooting this on Halloween, but we talked about this last week, like, yeah, why don't we do a theme show? Yeah. Um, and, and when we say theme show, it's a loose theme. Yes. But it's all sort of the theme of, okay, well, it's Halloween, nightmares, scary. We Mm -hmm. actually talked about nightmares on the last episode. If you, if you haven't caught up on episode 16, you can really get into our head. Scary animal nightmares. Scary animal nightmares galore. But I thought that I would kick us off with a list of things that are real. Yeah. So this is not supernatural stuff. This is not monsters. This Mm -mm. is not vampires. This is not zombies. This is real life stuff that terrifies me. Yeah. I will start with food. I like all food. I eat a lot of food. I consider myself a garbage receptacle. I would say that. For the most part. Um, Unless there's watermelon. In which case, I don't like bacon, but I mean... If I eat bacon by accident, life will not end. If I eat watermelon, life will end. Okay, wait, so tell me about this watermelon thing, because I, I knew this about you. So it's is disgusting. it the texture? Is no, it the it's flavor? The taste. Oh, it's the flavor. It's the taste. Okay. Texture doesn't bother me. Okay. I'm not a texture weirdo. Watermelon, the, the fruit bothers Did me. Did you always hate it? Like always. As a kid? Oh, I've never liked it. I wonder if you're like allergic or something. I don't know. But huh. Ryan Vance hates it too. And oh. we've talked about this. This is a, a mutual friend of ours. Mm. Hello, Ryan. Okay, so that's that's my food. If watermelon's in a fruit salad, I'm terrified. I'm out of there. Done. I'm not really terrified if I know it's there because I can avoid it. But if I eat it, You have an aversion to it. I have to brush my teeth. Sure. I hate it. Yeah. Um... One of the uh, more uh, sort of uh, hardcore, disturbing, and hardcore <laughs> things to worry about—that's a real thing. Flesh-eating bacteria. Ooh. Yeah. Who isn't scared of that? Everyone should be. And I know that it's like that should have been on my list. Actually, one, one, a good one. You, you're sort of like, well, but like, who's getting that? Well, not that many people, but it happens it very does happen. randomly. It does, and it, that's the story, why the story is always. I just like eat you know a coconut and then my i had to get my leg amputated oh yeah i'm i that's why i'll never bungee jump because of that story about the girl bungee jumping into that river and she got a flesh-eating bacteria yeah, yeah so like i will never bungee jump how about no <laughs> all right so flesh-eating bacteria across the board very terrifying Next one, tsunamis. I've talked about this before. I now live very far from the ocean. So even if, there, even if there were a tsunami that like devastated LA, probably wouldn't get... You'd have some even time within, to run. Even within you know? 10 miles of us? I don't know because that's interesting because I wonder, they move pretty fast. So if you think about it, it's not even that far. We're 19 miles in. 19. Trust okay. me, I've, I've done, I've done some done research. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just curious. Like, I want to do some calculations because I would be really curious how fast the, the ones like in Thailand have moved. Um, sure. But, I mean, you have a little bit more time to, to like figure it out. I have a lot more time. I still find tsunamis to be one of the scariest things. Um, yeah. And I, I know that I, I kind of joke about it, but I also think that truly the entire time I lived at the beach... I was afraid of tsunamis every day. Oh, I'm sure. And that was every day for three years. Like, there's something about that. That's so interesting that you would be gravitate even if, to the Even beach. if it just crossed my mind briefly, it always did. Actually, uh, speaking of, I came across a story today that was talking about you, the things that you want in life are the things that you're most scared of. Ooh. Like, you, it's it's a weird dichotomy, I think, like the human mind. It's like you, you are drawn to things that like... Frighten also, you. Yeah, that frighten you. Yeah. You know? Well, because there's probably like a serotonin rush or dopamine or something like that. I find it interesting that you were compelled to live at the beach when right. I, I actually think that people tend to want what they're frightened of. Like it's a weird thing about the brain. It's a strange, it's, it, I, I definitely, you know, and again, I, I, you know, I left this particular place that was literally right on the ocean after several years and when I first moved in, mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. I was like waking up in a panic, like the tsunami. Like, were you like, what? Have, what have I done? Well, just like, wh- what's the tsunami like alert sound? Yeah. I need to know like what that is. And then like, 
I'll still die, but I still want to know. You know, I want to like try my best. I'm sure Maybe it's very to, like, loud. Climb up to the roof. Right, but they never did any tests. Anyway, yeah. um, tsunami talk. I could go on and on, but it really was. You know, sort of. You know, I had a friend who was like, Sarah, just enjoy the beach. You're like creating this weird thing. I mean, so that you don't enjoy this wonderful, beautiful place that you're living in, which is true. I'm sure it's a little bit of a like we all have our not paranoia, but or like a sort of we're a little maybe OCD about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I get that. I mean, we all have those things that we're afraid of and they're irrational fears. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Some of these are irrational fears. They're irrational except for the fact that tsunamis actually exist. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So rounding out my real life things that terrify me, spiders. And, uh, I am not alone. Arachnophobia is a thing for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I love animals. I also, I think I love animals more than the average person. I like rats. Don't even particularly hate cockroaches as long as they're not in my toilet. Don't have a problem with Mm. pigeons. Never have. Mm -hmm. Yes, they're dirty street birds. But you know what? It's our fault that they're eating our garbage because we're the ones who leave the garbage out. It's definitely our fault. There's nothing wrong with a pigeon. They're a bird. They fly through the air. It's a miracle. And they have like that metallic, you know, feather thing going on, which is kind of cool. They got all sorts of colors. Lo, lo, love a good love a good, uh, a good pigeon a, a pigeon yeah <laughs> or even a buzzard I love all the dirty city animals it, Heather and I saw the possum last week and yeah, I thought it was real cute your heart went out to him it's like a rat but bigger <laughs> I like them and white and red eyes don't even care I think they're adorable with their little they, they are actually pretty cute however spiders no I'm with you I'm, with I'm not you. I'm not cool with spiders Daddy long legs, I understand. Mm-hmm. I, maybe this is a wives' tale that like they're actually poisonous, but they just never bite. Oh, daddy so long legs. Like, oh, really? Well, I don't know. Maybe somebody like. Told I me heard that, that they I don't know eat if that's other true. spiders. Well, they they certainly eat small like yeah. little. I gnats hear they're and good. Stuff. Well, you don't see a lot of them in L.A. You I've, see them in the Bay Area. Well, I grew up with a lot of daddy long legs. And oh I've my actually, God, those same. are the ones that I'm almost okay with because my dad always told me that they're good spiders, that they eat the bad stuff, you know? I am with you. I always had them. Yeah, you always see them in a corner of a, in a you know, a, a sort of dark room or whatever, or even in a bathroom or whatever. Never really cared about daddy long legs. All other spiders can go to hell. Oh, my God. And, and I know that they are part of the ecosystem. Sure. I don't even want to kill them because I don't like killing anything. But I'm fearful of them. Oh, I'm And I'm my same. worst nightmare is... I mean, I don't like mosquitoes, mm-hmm. but I'm not afraid of them. Yeah. If a mosquito and I are trapped in a small room together, the buzzing will bother me. And you'll try to kill it. The biting will bother me. And I'll try my best to kill it because mosquito is just like worthless. Mm-hmm. But a spider will actually like drive me out of the room. Oh, yeah. I can't. Me, me too. I can't deal. I'll freak out. I just can't. In fact, the other day I found a new spider that's probably native to Los Angeles that I've Ooh. never seen before. Ooh. And I'm, I, I had a moment where I... I was really scared. I was kind of like itching my arms. What and, kind of spider is it? Okay, I'll tell you what it looks like in case you see one around here. Because oh I, I, the problem is, is I Googled it. You don't want to do that because then you see super scary close-up photographs mm. of and spiders. They, ha- they have like real faces. You know, it just, it's they too really much do. for And me. they have like eight eyes, some of them. I can't. And like sometimes like fangs. Sometimes they are a thing of beauty. When you look up close, you're like, wow, They're biology a thing of beauty, is incredible. But, but I don't want to be no, near them. Me neither. I'm, I'm terrified of them. Oh, yeah. So this one was a, a really small and it was orange. It had orange fur on it. And it was it, <gasps> was, it was really creepy. No, but fur. it was small. No. But it was also looked poisonous because it was like orange. I know. Seriously, I saw one on my like, door. I want to take a shower. I know. I feel the same way. An I, orange I, furry spider. I know. I'm actually a little worried because I was like, I was so close to it. I'm like, what if this is a thing? Like, I need to, I need to find out if they're poisonous. You know. Anyway. Oh my god. Same. I, I have the same. So that's bee and like, spider fear. I think that um yeah like the the sort of like epitome of like scary spiders the tarantula right oh yeah people have tarantulas as pets. I have a fa- friend who loves spiders. Yeah. As pets. Yeah. We you know. I'm not saying that all tarantulas, it's like a pit bull, right? It's like, they're not all scary. Some of <laughs> them are true. very nice. Very true. But there's there's something about like, the fur's the first problem I have. Oh yeah, totally. Because I'm like, you're a reptile, but you're not. And you have you know, eight you're legs. An, you're an arachnid, but you have fur. And like, have you ever like killed a spider? 
I try not to, but it has happened. And it's like, you can almost feel like their organs crunching. Oh, totally. And it's like, that's how it's I just, I can't it's kill like, a cockroach. It's like, like, no wonder people get addicted to opioids. Oh, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> something to just numb the pain. Something to numb the pain of the fact that like that spider had a skeleton. <laughs> Just awful. Oh no, that is that is disgusting. Um, you know, I'm at the edge of my seat though. What's your fifth uh, fear? I, my fifth fear. This one's easy. I don't know what's going on with cars. <laughs> Me neither. If you open <laughs> the hood of my car and you say, "Sarah, change your oil," or you know, "Show me what the you know point to the engine," <laughs> or the you know thing that like keeps the AC going. I will just run screaming. Yeah. I hate everything about it. It's terrifying. I actually love that visual of you just like, ah, throwing <laughs> your arms up. Yeah. It, you know, and it's always like covered in grease. Yeah. I, I, I feel the same way. Anything under the hood of my car terrifying. I don't want to know. And kudos to everybody who will change my oil for me. I will oh, pay man, you handsomely be because it, it's just, know. it's not happening. Maybe that's a Patreon tier. Pistons. <laughs> pistons. Oh, the pistons. All the belts. The and... fan belts. Well, this is why I lease cars because then I don't have to deal with anything. Exactly. I don't have to change my oil. I don't never have to do really anything. Ever go, it never really goes no, they do it for you. Because, because, yeah, or you get a new one. All right, Heather. So that was my nightmarish scenario. Um, I love scenario it. Of, well, of I have some similar. Well, I'm actually surprised that you or I really have any airplane nightmares. Because, like, we've talked a lot about, you know, having specific nightmares up in the sky, you know, being sure. claustrophobic. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I have one that's kind of couldn't refer to an airplane, but. Um, Mine are, you know, I I have had reoccurring actual nightmares about this, but I would say one of my ultimate nightmares is I find myself, I wake up or I come to, and I'm like treading, I'm like doggy paddling in the middle of the ocean where you can't see (gasps) any land. And I'm not the best swimmer. I mean, I'm athletic. I'm a good runner. Like I'm strong. I have endurance, but swimming is not my thing. And I can swim. I mean, I can do all the strokes. I can swim, but I get out of breath pretty easily. So to me, right. treading water in the middle of the ocean with shark like sharks right. circling like you're just, here under you're my just, feet. Yeah, you're prolonging your own death. Oh my god. I mean that the anxiety, I mean beyond anxiety, whatever is beyond anxiety, I'm not really sure. But like that to me is the ultimate, like I just can't. And so it but the weird thing is, I really like those movies that are like shark movies or being like there was a movie recently like where open two water open water wasn't that yeah there was mm-hmm. another one called adrift recently that was a couple that was out uh you know on a sailing uh see, a, a sailboat see but i have like see it's again it's this weird dichotomy it's like that is my biggest fear but i i i You're drawn to it i'm drawn to it because yeah. it kind of gives me this weird excitement yeah super weird um Obviously, finding a piece of a hazelnut in a salad because or like allergic. a dessert because I'm allergic. Yeah, and you're you're allergic to and probably a lot of nut allergy people out there can relate. Like you're allergic to the point where like you have to have like an EpiPen. Yes, if I you have EpiPen. hazelnuts. Well, I mean, I I have had situations where I've had a little bit of hazelnut and I get I don't have to get rushed to the hospital. But there's cases if you. If you're in heat, like if you're outside and it's hot and you're not in heat, <laughs> you're not, not actually in heat. Um, you're but, not ready uh, to be mounted. That actually reminds me of a really quick little sidebar. <laughs> the first thing I said in French to my French boyfriend when I lived in Paris, I said something about being on my way to like meet them. But what yeah. I said was I was in heat. And this was early on in my French, you know, understanding how to speak. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I did have an experience at Bouchon in, um, in Vegas where the woman, the, the, the waitress made a mistake with my mousse and, um, I did have a reaction, but it did, I didn't need to be EpiPenned. It wasn't that bad, but I've had a reaction when I've gone running after eating hazelnuts mm. and when you you get hot what happens is the heat goes into your pores and, and it spreads it and it makes it really bad stream. yeah so so yeah i don't know how bad my allergy is anymore honestly because um anyway 
I don't know. It's, it's not like the Hazel, worst thing in the world, hazelnut, but screw it you. will kill me. It Well, and, and so no hazelnuts for Heather. Although it's interesting how many things that are chocolate mm-hmm. actually have hazelnuts oh, in them. And so, it's something you have to think about. Well, so many people. Because I'm not allergic, so I don't care, but it's in oh, a lot of ingredients. And it's like hazelnut flour. Like I remember mm. asking someone for, they called it an almond cookie. It's the label said almond cookie. And I asked is there any hazelnuts in there? Nope. It's an almond cookie. There were there was hazelnut flour. Mm. So a lot of people aren't informed. Um, but I will say that... You should name your firstborn Hazel. I know. I, no, that's one of my favorite names. It's actually. a good name. It's a great name. Because I have hazel eyes too. Yeah. So... Yeah. It's my... It's, I think um, I would call your eyes greener than hazel. Really? Yeah. They used to be more hazel when I think well, I was younger. They're, they're like hazel darker. green. Yeah. They're hazel green. Same yeah. as mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good color. So, um, also, and this is, again, this is not as bad as like being circled by sharks in the middle of the ocean. I mean, it's all relative, but I, uh, so sitting in a confined place, such as an airplane, like sitting next to someone who's wearing like, like way heavy, terrible perfume. Ooh, yeah. I, I have a very strong sense of smell. That's tough stuff. And you would think, oh, isn't that great? You can smell pasta sauce when it's cooking and it's just a wonderful, you know, a sense sensory experience, but you know what? It isn't, I would, I would give it away in a heartbeat. I don't like having a strong sense of smell because I am very sensitive to, you know, people's perfumes and, and, you know, body odors and whatnot. You but. know, a friend of mine the other day, we were walking down to a coffee shop and we walked, it was sort of like kind of by an alley where, you know, there was just sort of like a pungent garbage odor. <laughs> you know, it's it sort of like, whoa, oh my God. And then, you know, you keep walking and it goes away. And I was like, what is that? What is this evolutionary thing where mm. we know that certain smells are bad? It is interesting. What is What does it mean? Does it mean that... We, you know, at the very minimum, if we were stranded on an island, we would know not to eat that because it's like decomposing and therefore mm-hmm. like bad for you. Sure. Because, because otherwise, why? Why, why does anything smell, smell bad? Well, I think it's interesting, like um, with wine, for example, I think you were at my house the other day and I told you I had this white wine that smelled like gasoline when you yes. first, the nose. Right. And I don't love the smell of gasoline, no. but I liked it in the wine, like you know, it, yeah. it has like, I think, well, cause you know, you're seeing the garbage, you're associating the smell with the garbage probably, or like the grimy street. Maybe there's a visual association. But, but okay. Okay. Here's my, you know, this is getting a little weird, but like, <laughs> so like, let's say you have like a big, you know, uh, very, um, you know, really good organic vegetable based dinner. Sure. And later on you got some gas. <laughs> Why does it smell bad? What is the point? You know, I've heard. What is the point of that? You're right. I've heard that the healthy you, the healthier you are, the healthier food that you eat, the more stinky it is. Why? I don't know. Maybe you know, it's like, like it nutrients. Just it just doesn't it's make unfortunate. sense to me, though, because it's like it's a negative <laughs> feeling. Like you're not you're not happy about that. You're not happy that it exists. I think you should Google it, and nobody else is going to be happy about I'm it either. Really curious about Googling yeah. it. You know, I just I don't want to be docked for being healthy. You know, <laughs> you're going to be docked. <laughs> I'm going to dock you. <laughs> so I um I I am also my spider fear. You know, we've talked about this. Um, we, we we share a fear of spiders. I know that at a young age, spiders affected me a lot because when I was being babysat. I remember there was a big black spider in my room and it really freaked me out and it was this whole situation. But one of my big fears with spiders is because I don't have screens on my windows and I leave my window open a crack to get ventilation in my bedroom, I do have this weird like visual of like spiders crawling Heather, into I my can't, bed. I, can't I know, even, I'm sorry. I, I can't even. Okay, we're moving on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk no, about my... No, I'm saying I'm say, like get the screens. Like you can't have critters just crawling in and out of your bedroom like you're, you know, living under the overpass. Yeah, she's completely avoiding the question, so. (sighs) Anyway, um, my last and not final irrational fear (laughs) is, um, I was talking to someone about this today, actually. Like, being wrongfully accused for something when you just, like, you, like... You you, didn't do it. You didn't do it. And then you're sentenced to prison for life or for a long... I mean, that has got to be the ultimate horror. I mean, seriously. And I mean, not, worse than, not, not to get too morose, but and something that people deal with this for is real. A thing. Like this, this is isn't just a, a nightmare for a lot of no, folks. No, yeah. it's awful. I'm with you on that one. 
Yeah. Man. I've had, you know, it, I don't know. I mean, I've had every nightmare in the book because, you know, I, I'm a crazy person. But there is, yeah, the, like um, the idea that, uh, yeah, like you've, I've, I've, this is actually probably the worst nightmare I've ever had where it's like, I did murder somebody <laughs> in the dream. Like I did. I think I've had that too. Yeah. And I did, I don't, I didn't like, you know, point a gun sure. or not, like the violence part of it. It was just after the fact. Like, yeah. Like you all, knew you did. The dream was that I had done this. Oh, I've totally had this and dream. It, and I was sorry. And it was, and you were so guilty. And yeah, but, but I was, yeah. I was guilty. I did it. <laughs> and I knew that I was going to like go to get the death penalty. Wow. Oh my God. I mean, what the hell? I know what, like that talk about like, that's what, not what? even just an anxiety dream. That's like, I mean, again, that, beyond that's a, anxiety. That's, yeah. That's, that's anxiety, but also like to hey, the hundredth hey, degree. Hey girl. <laughs> maybe you need hey to go girl. talk to someone hey <laughs> maybe do a retreat <laughs> do a little something up and hey man and oh hi think, i think we should do a, a retreat episode where all we talk about is zen things zen things yeah like what kind of sheep do you count when you're when you're in bed at night oh and wouldn't, not wouldn't that be wonderful home? if that's all we worried about oh man i've tried to do that it's not helpful you know what is helpful though all of you who are part of our community, everybody who watches and listens to the show, thank you so much. Love having you. We won't make this this whole part long, but nope. we do want to remind everybody that patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can find out so much more about uh, the money that we're raising mm-hmm. to keep the show afloat and also expand the show and some of our goals that we have for ourselves and hopefully for all of us and how you can be part of the community and have um, a, kind of a, 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 an easier line into Heather and I on a daily basis based on uh, particular tiers that we've set up and get to know us a little bit more. Please, you know, we have, we do. post, we try to post stuff as much as possible. I mean, again, this is just a two woman ship that we're running here. Um, so, you know, we're, we're trying to kind of do everything each week, week. Um, but we try to, you know, we try to post and communicate as much as possible. Um, so please reach out, email us at a hi at have such a good day.com. Please email us. We love getting emails. We love hearing from you guys. Anything that can be a, t- you know, a topic for us to discuss. You could just say how much you love or hate us. Um, you know, I mean, anything is really welcome. <laughs> yeah, right. We can We're take it. We're just very lonely and we need more emails. And, no, and, and truly, um, our, the, the, the easiest um, and most um, affordable tier is $1 per month. Mm-hmm. That's $1 per month for four episodes per month. So it's that's a deal. quarter per show. You know, pay phones pretty, aren't even a quarter good. anymore. They're 50 cents last I checked. Yeah. So this is this is we think hopefully uh, a service that um, that is that is uh, worth worth your dollar per month and for five dollars ten dollars and above we have extra perks. So thanks in advance to everybody who supports us. Thank you. And so even much, if you can't, seriously. even if you can't, or for whatever reason you know you're just not ready yet, that's okay too. Have such a good day. Dot com is our sort of ground, wonderful website. Ground, ground zero everything can be can be found there links to mm-hmm. where you can find us on various podcatchers if you want to tell a friend great yeah we we would love you forever even love you even more than we already love you which is sort of hard to believe but i know we just we're just gonna love you so much <laughs> all right so <laughs> this is sort of my uh my final um topic for the show heather all right and boy is it a doozy <laughs> now the new york post okay is a little sensational sure it's a little tabloid. not as bad as the star it's but... not as bad as the star but it's a it's sort of a gossipy sometimes you take stories with a grain of salt sure type of a publication mm-hmm. however i felt that this one was worth worth our our few minutes particularly because we're talking about terrifying things and also because it is halloween it is halloween uh, yeah, it's the, so quiet out there at the time so of press. i guess it's still kind of early well yeah, it's, I mean, it's almost seven all right, all right. yeah mm-hmm. i know we're like we're all trick-or-treaters huh. we, were, we were gonna think that they would be all disruptive <laughs> during our show i guess no one really wants to come to my house <laughs> anyway so new york post had an article um and the headline headline alone is it's worth so the great. price of admission woman who had sex with 20 ghosts is now engaged to a spirit unbelievable now when you say like wait hold on hold the phone what is happening how do you have sex with any ghost because they're not actually flesh people um and then how do you get engaged to a ghost 
so many questions. How do right? you start a family with it with a ghost boyfriend? Well, you don't. You don't. I think you. I think there's there's a lot. There's, yeah, there's clearly. a lot going on up there. British woman uh, claimed that she slept with at least twenty ghosts. Says that she's now engaged to a poltergeist. <laughs> Correct. It's awesome. So now her name is Amethyst Realm. Okay. Well, that explains a lot. Now I'm gonna go ahead and. Go ahead and just, you know, and I don't know this for a fact, but I'm just going to guess that that is not her government name at birth. Mm-mm. So Amethyst Realm um, is into the whole ghost thing. The story goes as follows. She was with a human boyfriend. Okay. A r- real person. Okay. And cheated on him with a ghost. Okay. And, you know, they Did broke, you find out? They broke up. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She she came clean. Okay. I cheated right. on you with, yeah. with a supernatural mm-hmm. being that mm-hmm. isn't actually in our uh, dimension. I just wonder why he left her if it was the well, which reason. I think probably because he's like... You're crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, that's <laughs> hmm, hard to relate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since then, she decided that she actually preferred the company... Of ghosts rather than uh, partners. Okay. Because they're less problematic. Huh. One might say a sex toy. Or Or a sex doll. Or, 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 you know, right. Or, I don't know, uh, pornography. Or, I don't know, a good book. Or uh, lots of things that maybe provide. (laughs) They hit certain things that. I don't know. This it's such a weird story. That is so, so I love it. I think it's hilarious. Now here's the here's I mean, and it goes on and on. So, um, and we'll have have these in our show notes so that everybody could read the story. But um, she's thirty, so she's not yeah. she's not old mm-hmm. or super young. Okay, she's you know she's thirty. Um, said that she met her ghost. This is her now fiance because they're engaged <laughs> to be married. Um, I, during a work trip in Australia. So I guess it was just a haunted place that she happened to be in. Incredible. Not at home. Cause that's not, not on you, Tinder. You're not just going to meet a ghost at home, just sitting around in your unhaunted house. You got to get out there. You're not going to swipe right on a, on a ghost. Are you? Well, I, I mean, mean, you're not going to see anything. A ghost isn't going to use Raya Heather. <laughs> you have to be in the haunted place in Australia in order to meet the ghost. Wow. It's this real, is, this is shocking. It's true serendipity. I love this. Anyway, apparently, um, they, uh, are now engaged to be married after the ghost asked her to marry him. It's a male. Are they gonna have ghost babies? I don't think they. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I guess. I guess if you have ghost babies, they're just more ghosts <laughs> that aren't real. Wow. But then I, you don't have to convert one of your second bedrooms to a nursery. I mean, that's true. And I mean, honestly, this is. Wouldn't this be so great if like life were like this? Like if these things did happen. Yeah. If you were like, you know what? Hey, boyfriend of mine, you are so great. But this ghost situation doesn't take up any space. It's just doesn't more have smelly me. feet. Yeah, <laughs> it's more me. <laughs> I, can and I walk really wish you the you. best, and I hope we can still be friends. <laughs> anyway, so, that is a great story. So good Thank old you for bringing that to amethyst the table. realm. God love you. Good um, on you. Please, uh, please write us at hi at have such a good day dot com and let us know what ghost you've become engaged to and if the marriage has lasted. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you, mm-hmm. amethyst. Um, well, speaking of scary things, um, continuing our, our theme, um, I know that you are not a huge horror buff. You're not a big fan You're talking of about, like, horror movies. movies. Yeah. I used to like slasher m- movies when I was a kid because the thrill of being sure. scared was yeah. fun. But like, I don't really have slumber parties these days <laughs> anymore. So it's like, no, and I you don't, don't watch horror movies by yourself. No, because then I have nightmares. I totally agree. In fact, I mean, I'm that way too. It, last night I watched um, a Sam Raimi movie when Sam Raimi is kind of campy. Mm. Um, Do you ever see drag me to hell? It actually no. was shot in Los Angeles on the, on the East side, not too far from here. Um, and it's, it's cool. It's very campy. Um, but I needed something. I needed that 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 horror um, genre vibe last night, just because you know Halloween week, week or whatever. And it wasn't. It's not scary where I go to bed and feel freaked out. It's not right. There are certain movies it's that I will uh, thrilling. Yeah, like I wanted to watch the original Halloween, but I was a little worried I'd be a little like scared. I love yeah. the music. It's it it's is a little, little hokey, scary. but it's a little scary. It is scary. I think it's I, scary. I I would not have watched that. Like last night that's not something I can handle by no, myself. Me I would need like two people with me minimum. I feel the same way. And so I thought about, you know, I have all kinds of I like to make lists 
Um, and um, I have like, you know, my favorite horror movies, which maybe I'll share those in the show notes this week because I want to talk about the the top five scariest movies that literally scared the living shit out of me. All right. Um, and I'm sure there's a few more, but these are off the top of my head. These were the ones that just to this day, I mean, I can't even watch them again. But however, I do appreciate them. I appreciate the decade that they were created. You know, the 70s was, most of these are from the 70s, was a um, a, a very prominent horror uh, uh, production time, um, mm-hmm. which I think is very interesting. I think the whole, you know, thinking about a decade where, where some kind of film genre was really prominent, I think is really interesting because you think about what's been going on in the world, you know? know, And maybe I'm, I don't know if this is like the right comparison, but you know how we're drowning in superhero garbage? Well, that was the horror genre in the 80s. No, Where you were like, wow, Friday the 13th is like, yeah, we're on to like number 14. Oh, totally. (laughs) And no, it's true. And now, I mean, now is a bit like of a reality horror story with you know our politics and just everything mm-hmm. um there are it's a, there's a huge there's a lot of horror movies right now um anyway so the the top five scariest movies in my opinion amityville horror is probably number one um it was a um possessed house that looked like a pumpkin right and and amityville is a real place i think in like new england i think right? it is yeah, yeah. And Some, the way, somebody on the East Coast, let us know. We're from California. We don't know. And the way it was shot, you know, it's like all these non-actors and like this young girl who was, you know, that's what what's so scary about some of those movies back then mm-hmm. is they were just these, you know, like the woman who was in The Exorcist, um, which is Linda my number Blair. two, Linda mm-hmm. Blair. Mm-hmm. Um, the Exorcist, um, I think, is literally one of the most amazing horror movies, but the most scary. I I, I, very, I can't watch it again. It's too realistic. Disturbing. Very disturbing. Very disturbing anything that has to do with a priest the church um i mean most of these actually have that theme uh the omen this is the 1976 omen um with the kid not to be confused with the julia (laughs) styles omen from 2007 was was she in that one i don't think she was she was the mom it didn't end well for her i try not to watch i i'm so i find the some of the classics so sacred that i try not to watch the remakes because it ruins my my imagination but yeah the omen um i i to this day and i mean i know some damien's and they're real nice, <laughs> but I've got a problem with the name. Oh, because me too. of the movie. Oh, it's so true. You know, like and that kid was a really good actor. I mean, he was uh-huh. really believable. Uh-huh. He was. He scared the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, scary movie. Um, when when a stranger calls was a little less popular. I don't know if anyone remembers that one. Um, it was when the you know it was a babysitter and the um, you know there's there's someone like stalking her and they realize that the call is becoming from within the house. And it's this moment of like sheer terror because it's like at night. Well, that, I mean, that's like, like one of the most like cliche, like it's horror so things. cliche. It's like, the call is coming from within. Oh the my house. God. And when they say it, it's like that moment. It is serious. That's what makes it. The, and the guy, <laughs> the guy who's <laughs> in the like house, house of the spider. is some random. No, it is. It's, it's a yeah. guy like he's like crouching in the, in the bathroom. He's like this weaselly looking guy that you've never seen act in anything else. And it, like, it's so funny. One of the things that I feel like about this time period is you think that you would find a VHS tape of the, of one of these movies recorded and it wouldn't have been a movie. Like it feels so real. That's what trips yeah. me out about these 70s yeah. horror movies is that it almost doesn't feel like there was a director's chair and a crane and a makeup artist. And maybe and, there wasn't. I mean, I don't know. It feels like it was Sucks. recorded sure. occurrence. Right. And that's what makes it so good. These days, everything feels so produced that it's hard to have that suspension of disbelief. Um, my final one is the original Friday 13th. You know, Jason never really scared me all that much. It was more his mother. And the original Friday the 13th wasn't about Jason at all. In well, fact, because the mom was the original was the mom. killer. Yep. But then she, she got... Oh, man. That woman, that actress, I, she scared me so much. I I, I will never forget. Um, it was like... Well, a, no. His name was Jason Voorhees. Yeah. What was her name? I don't It was remember. something Voorhees. Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. Because remember, she was sort of... She was around <clears throat> in that first one. Yeah. She was... Um, 
She was really She was real scary. scary. She kind of had kind of denture looking teeth. Yeah, she did. And she had that smile. She had that like creepy smile. Uh-huh. But I remember it was on, did you ever watch the 8 p.m. Uh, movies on Channel 2? And I shouldn't have watched it because I was really young. And I remember, I mean, I was at an age, I wasn't even in high school. I shouldn't have watched it. My mom wasn't really paying attention and I watched uh-huh. it and I was so scarred for life. I remember running out. I remember running out of the room screaming. Yeah, Mrs. Voorhees, that's on IMDb, that's what she's called. Wow, um, so you don't even know what her name is. Maybe oh, Diane. she's so scary. Maybe See, looking Diane at her face, Voorhees. just or like... maybe Pam. Look at I'm just going to have a nightmare tonight. Just, yeah, just no, I the don't scariest even, yeah. thing ever. Anyway, Mrs. Voorhees. All right, enough about that. Um, but uh, I have more lists uh, to come in future episodes. Heather, the only thing I'll say, and <laughs> it, again, um, you know, horror and what scares you is all very relative. And this is a good list. I'm surprised that The Shining is not on this list because The Shining is a pretty scary movie. It is. It's. Oh, it is. It's very scary. I think it's a little more psychological for me than yeah. horror. Yeah. Okay. And I think there's a difference. Right. And I and um I love. I mean, I love thrillers. I love psychological thrillers, but they just don't scare me like the horror. It's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, it's like a subtle tweak in the genre. That's you know. There's. I got bit, you. Oh, for sure. I mean. Seriously, The Shining is a, is a brilliant, scary movie. But it's 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 I I bring it up only because it's even the idea of watching it. I know sends me to the hills. Oh my god, I know it's just. <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd rather do it. I would rather eat watermelon. You know, and that's saying something. All right. Well, I, now I know what to torture you with: The Shining and watermelon. Like tie you up and shove it in your mouth. <laughs> That if sounds I'm really, really awful. I'm if, sorry. I'm, if I'm really bad, that's <laughs> the way to give me a really bad time. If I can't get you to do the newsletter, I'm going to feed you watermelon. <laughs> and watch The Shining. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. Throw in some clockwork orange and we'll yeah. really have a party. Exactly. Uh, all right. So we're about to get into our bonus topic. We but, are. But for all of our regular folks. Thank um, you for listening and watching and hanging out with us. Thanks, and our Thanks for listening and watching. Um, new environment here. New environment. Uh, Sarah's new house. Uh, by the time you see it next time, which is probably about two weeks from now, because we'll be at Heather's house probably next week. Hopefully there'll be some more. Um, Samuel. Uh, hopefully my cat won't try to sabotage the show as he does quite regularly. And um, if you want to uh, become one of our $5 and more mm-hmm. per month patrons, so it's just one $5 per month, um, bonus topic is for you. And that's coming up next. Until then, see you next week. I'm Sarah. I'm Heather. And have such a good day. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.